0: Gentlemen, this is the Armchair Repulsee podcast. I am the man, the man, the legend, the one that wished he had twenty-two inch guns, Big Yaki,
1: and I am the producer, the best ever to put it in your mom's producer, Dev.
0: Unfortunately, um, our co-host uh, Chip couldn't be here today. He's deathly ill. So um, by deathly
1: ill, it means that uh, he sat around and ate too much Vagisil. Um, you know, we we wish him the best. Uh you know, he can't be here. He he refused to get the puss out of his boots. Or I think he got that mono that Sam Darnold had. Not saying they had a relationship, I'm just saying that maybe he was around, maybe they lip locked, I don't know. Regardless, he's not
0: here, and uh we wish him the best. Hope he's feeling better. Hopefully he'll be back next week, but we're gonna dive right into um a little bit of a recap of last week. Um most of the picks went the way we thought they were gonna go. Um that's good. Although can we just touch on this here real quick? What the fuck was Chicago doing? What do you mean? <laughs> they, they had the ability. Okay, did you watch the last, last bit of that drive? Listen, okay. At the end of the game?
1: Listen, at some point, when the Chargers get screwed in every game, <laughs> at some point, I think, I think that the football gods bestoweth upon the Bears
0: an L. But my thing is, okay, one. You take a knee to drain some more clock out mm-hmm. when you should have just tried to run the ball, pick up a few more yards, make it an easier field goal, not just march Cody Parkey out there and be like, hey, kick this 40 some odd yard field goal.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the Bears are just historically bad as of now
0: for kicking field goals. I mean, they're, they're special teams in general. is Bad. Yeah. yeah. Make, it an e- make it easier on your kicker. Try to make it a chip shot. Don't go out there and just knee the ball and be like, "Oh, go quick his forty-some odd yard field goal."
1: Yeah, no, that's just the silliest thing I ever heard of. It would be like, it'd be like if you had something like, "Hey, do you want to make this easier?" Okay, no, no, that's it. Perfect, perfect. The perfect example would be like this. All right, you want to go run this marathon, and then you just like cap the guy that's supposed to run the marathon in the foot and say, "All right, now go run." <laughs> it's like, w- wait, why don't why don't we just run a little bit ahead of time? Like, why why did you have to shoot me in the foot? You know, and you're like all right, sorry. My apologies. Well, you know what I mean? But kick this 47. Hey man, what happened? Happened, bro. 47 yard field
0: goal now. Make that happen. <laughs> Panthers 49ers blowout. I picked the Panthers by two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well they, they they got they got destroyed. Um and the
1: 41-13. The 49ers offense, I got to be honest with you, has I mean, I watched them on Thursday night. They they look uh, mon- Monstrous. I mean, they look, they're Each running week game. They get stronger. stronger and
0: better and better and better.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean,. And Kittle is going off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, a, Gron- think- a Gronkowski esque player as of right now. He's like Gronk, but with speed. Mm. Mm. You know I me? Mean? Well, the guy named Kittle, You. I don't know. When I hear the name Kittle, I don't think of somebody that's like fast. <laughs> like, I don't know. Just think of, like this, like,
0: cowbell <laughs> big boy from like, Wisconsin. He's one of those tight ends, like, Safeties have to be on because linebackers can't cover them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, unless, not unless like you have a Ryan Shazier, the guy, you know, a linebacker that runs mm-hmm. like a four-five.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. For, I mean, there are there are some of those in there, like
1: yeah. Devin Bush for the Steelers. Um, yeah. Um, which the Steelers are just notorious for taking fast linebackers. Uh will be another. There's another guy, and um, some of the guys from uh, the one of the Bears, Darren Lee. Darren Lee. Yeah, but there's he, a, he
0: plays for Kansas City right now.
1: Yeah, but there's a there's a Bears uh, linebacker too, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Was it, it, it was the other Turbethan. day? There's Devin White, though, too. Oh yeah, Devin White,
0: Devin White. But like, it, but right there's just a handful of guys,
1: right We're saying that's a nine handful. times out
0: of 10, nine times out of 10, there has to be a safety on him because there's not too many linebackers that can go out there and cover this guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's their biggest thing, that they're using that to, to their advantage. you know, they're hooking up with him, but then at the same time, the best coverage guys are having to cover him. Mm-hmm. So Your Raiders fell. 27 twenty-seven, twenty-four, good game. Though. Listen, so
1: okay, so uh, this this is all I wanted to say was John Gruden. I, I mean, the play calling, the quarterback decision. Uh, you know, it was off there. They were they were in four down territory, and they decided De- Derek Carr on third down on third or is it third and sixteen decides he's going to throw a deep ball to Ty- Tyrell Williams. Now Tyrell Williams, you got to come down with the ball. I mean, point. He had two balls where he was just. I mean, Tyrell Williams is a big. He's a big. Boy, he's a big receiver. Yep. He's six four, and he goes for the 50-50 balls. That's why we brought him in to be like a bully on the outside. Mm-hmm. Problem is, Derek Carr lobs him up. Derek Carr was throwing beautiful passes. I mean, Derek Carr is uh, really looking really good this year, and he's really fitting to John Gruden's offense. You know, I, I'm giving my second here to toot my team's horn. Mm-hmm. But now here's the thing, Tyrell Williams, you got to come down the ball, especially when especially when the Texans had like no corners. Then J.J. Watt gone for the second half of the football game and then they lost their starting safety and we, tr- the corner that we traded them a, a week ago <laughs> is the starter for them Gary Conley, you know what he's capable of and there's a reason why you traded him and let's be real it's because Gary and Conley is not very good and you guys were beating him up and they, you guys had no excuse to lose that game I mean they were literally going to sack Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson just did the most incredible you know, fucking
0: 360 backflip, kickflip Throw pass. That, that's two weeks in a row he's done something like,
1: like that. Yeah. Well, they well, they, they they sacked him like, and then he got something in his eye. And I was just sitting there with my dad because I was watching with him, and I said, "You have to win this game. You have to. If you don't mm-hmm. win this game, because I'm like, you're literally playing the most depleted char- like Texans team that you could play right now. Mm-hmm. No JJ. Like JJ just left. No starting safety. They have no corners. They're diminished. Um, and you know their offense at the beginning half of the game was struggling. And what the problem was, I think, was John John's tendency, because they have a very game control, t- tempo controlling offense. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is, he never just puts the foot down, the, the pedal down to get ahead. Because when he was ahead, he should have just kept trying to get ahead. Because I know you want to control the clock, you want to control the tempo. But in this particular game as well, Derek Carr should have thrown the ball more and the Texans are, and, and ran less. And they did, but because of that, they needed to run less. They don't have. They didn't have Josh Jacobs as much. He was. He wasn't as healthy, and the run game wasn't completely and utterly there. So, mm-hmm. again, uh, you know, it was kind of. A, I think it was kind of a missed, um, a uh, ill coached game, mm-hmm. but I mean, still a good game. I wasn't like mad at the end. My dad maybe threw a, a beer or two, <laughs> but I mean, like me, like
0: you know, I was like, eh, it was a good game. You know, I was like, they blew it, but good game. Packers Chiefs thirty one twenty four. Hell of a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. I picked Green Bay by two tuddies. Over my mm. Chiefs, yeah. Um, but I, I said it from the very beginning: us marching out, Matt Moore was not going to get done. Mm-hmm. And we still don't have an ETA on Patrick Mahomes when he's going to be back. Chiefs, Chiefs fans, Chiefs nation—you know, get you can get behind me on this one. Without Patrick Mahomes, I don't see playoffs this year. Um, I don't. I mean, we, even we if need you to made start it. being a little bit more careful. Even
1: with our, if you made it, I don't think you can pull an Eagles. No. Just just based on the history of uh, of of <laughs> Andy Reid, just on the based on his history, now it's not happening. <laughs> but I wanted to say one thing about the Patriots Browns game, Jarvis Landry, my boy, you lied to me. You you <laughs> publicly made a statement saying you guaranteed victory against the Patriots, and what I got was not guaranteed victory. You know, I thought. I thought the Browns were supposed to be a rebuilt, revamped team this year. And, and they have just looked like, about the same. Yeah. Like, it's like they look like a factory of sadness again. And I just don't understand it. Like, every piece of them, they, you know what they looked like to me? That Eagles dream team of, like, <laughs> well, of, of yesteryear. Like, they're the new – because, like,
0: Odell, Jarvis Landry, you got Baker Mayfield, this up-and-coming quarterback. And then they still went – The one thing we can say about the Browns, though – Is and I think you can agree with this one: the fact that you haven't heard OBJ's name. No, nothing negative. Wise. Oh, so far this year, in any type of negative way, him coming out calling out coaching staffs or anything like that. He, I think he's bought into what the Browns are trying to do. I get the you know the Browns look about the same what they've been looking for the past few years.
1: Yeah, but I also but at the same time positive.
0: At the same time, we also have to remember this is a rookie head coach. Mm-hmm. This is year one into his system, mm-hmm. technically speaking. Right. There are going to be growing pains right? in this. Because this is his first head coaching job ever. This guy's never had a head coaching job at a high school or a college. He's always been a coordinator. This is his first, here's the keys to, to the Ferrari right go out and win us some games Mm -hmm. so we can't really knock on Freddie that much so I've been hearing there's been talks, oh Freddie's gonna be fired at the end of the year OBJ's gonna be getting moved at the end of the year I don't foresee any of that happening, Mm -hmm. I think the Browns are gonna say what it is he's a rookie head coach we're gonna give him a year or two, we believe in him Mm -hmm. you know come next year, if it looks about the same thing maybe then talks start getting flipped around but at the same time they stuck with Hugh Jackson for I don't know mm-hmm. how fucking long but that's the browns organization is they, they, I, they I think sometimes they're afraid that now listen they
1: made the moves to like try and get this dream team put together right because they saw the opportunity but at the same time the the browns to me are just kind of like they're they're sustaining their their um, stalling because they should be doing way better than what they are right now and um again uh, the oh, as for Odell Beckham, uh, I want to say this and we'll touch on it later is the trades man the trades no one is saying like re- this year in the NFL I've just noticed that like teams are are willing to trade wheel and deal and get rid of players like there is no in-house thing anymore like everybody's like get the hell out If you don't want to be here get and then get my picks or whatever from mm-hmm. you so it, that's interesting
0: uh 49ers Cardinals just finished up uh 28-25 yesterday I shouldn't say just finished finished up it happened yesterday uh 28, 25, 49ers, still undefeated. Uh-huh. But, them Cardinals gave him a run, They played them I... tough. They played them tough. And the Cardinals, you know, everyone was thinking it was going to be between them and Miami. Get that first overall pick. <laughs> Cardinals have looked good. Like, they might, if they continue to look as well as they have, it's still early in the season. They might bid for a playoff spot. Like, there's a, there's a chance.
1: Mm, I don't know about all that. But I do agree that the Cardinals are a very – like, they really weren't the worst team that we we thought they were. Um, I know before the season there was, like, questionings about the coaching staff because, you know, as we've Rookie seen – Rookie head coach. Right, but as we've seen, like, all these coaches really got their job from Sean McVay, and now we have Sean McVay who's kind of struggling in a way. And, you know, he's, like, basically making, like – not boneheaded decisions but you know decision's trying to maximize a window that maybe he realizes it is closing really
0: isn't there to begin with
1: right and and that's my yeah. that's my issue is i wonder how many of these coaches were just brought in because of the Sean McVay name mm-hmm. and how they're going to fail but for so far he's he's living up to that expectation so cardinals looking good 49ers fuck you all i
0: mean um good job <laughs> uh so we're going to dive into the next weeks um this upcoming weekends games texans jaguars Another AFC South division matchup. And I said it at the beginning of the year, and I've said it all year long, the AFC South is going to continue, continue to just beat the fuck out of each other.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, that's why you're, your boy, truly, he is picking the Jaguars. Um, I think Gardner Minshew goes, goes in here. On the Texans team is depleted. No JJ Watt. They're going to be scheming for that all week. And um, you have people like Leonard Fournette and them. Who's playing like.
0: His rookie year again.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm not, I'm not, not, no disrespect to Whitney Merciless or none of y'all, but if you couldn't stop DeAndre Washington from running up the middle, L- Leonard Fournette is gonna. Mm. So yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking Jags uh, by seven. Yeah,
0: I, I Jaguars by seven. I, mm. I do. Uh, Bears, Eagles, dub Bears and the Eagles. Eagles <sighs> coming off of a huge dub, a huge dub, not just a big win. And just, like, you know, the fact of they needed a, a win. No, a huge win. 31-13 against a, a good Bills defense. Yeah, right. That's my, That was
1: what's crazy is uh, Coach, uh, he, a friend of the show, he, his picks were pretty – like, he had a couple picks for this this past week, and they were blown out of the water by – like, they literally were all wrong. Yeah. Now, um, I like the Eagles in this game only because the Bears, they, they, they just built the, the monsters of midway, right? They have this amazing – Amazing defense, but the problem is if your defense is on the field, you know, th- thirty minutes a game or more, you know, I mean, they aren't fresh. I mean, they aren't fresh. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're, you gotta have some offensive drives in there. I mean, if they're in half the game, then you're you've you've failed, I think, as a team, and you have to you have to do better than that. So, um, yeah, I like Eagles in this. Yeah, I like the Eagles too. I like the Eagles by uh, by
0: touchdown. I like uh, Eagles by two tuddies. My my thing is with. With the Bears, no matter what, they're going to keep their defense is good enough to keep them in games. Mm-hmm. So I don't really ever foresee too much of a big deficit of a loss. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet again, I think Mitchell Trubisky is going to, you know, fumble the game away, or do something stupid, or they're going to fucking take a knee and ha- march their kicker out for a forty-seven yard field goal f- just for stupidity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to take the Eagles by a tuddy over the Bears. Okay, Vikings Chiefs. Now this one's a
1: little interesting because the Vikings team is looking at in recent because at the beginning of the season they they're, were like they were like Jekyll and Hyde. Hot. hot team right now, yeah, yeah. So um, I would I probably take Vikings and also with the um you know the, how Patrick Mahomes' is play is kind of you know fallen and teetered and whatnot, and we don't even know if he's coming back this week. Yeah, right. I would I would definitely say that. uh you got to go out there and just go Vikings on this one um I think I think even I would put big because the the defense of the Chiefs uh, worries me a little bit uh, especially against the run yeah especially against the run and we the Vikings issues stopping the run and, and Dalvin Cook is now is starting to live up to that hype that he had well he's healthy that's yeah. the biggest thing he's healthy
0: yeah so I'm gonna take the Vikings as well and I, I'm not gonna say big I'm not gonna say big um I'm going to say by 10. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Vikings by 10 here. And in saying that, if Mahomes does come back, I give him by 3. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Mahomes is Mahomes. He's going to find a way to put up points. Even whenever he had a bum wheel for you know, since week one, he was still finding a way to put up points. Yeah. Um, but I've, I'm going to take the Vikings by 3, and it's mainly because of Dalvin Cook and the Kansas City's issue unstopping the run
1: yeah um let's do these ones kind of rapid fire uh colt steelers
0: here you got colt colt <laughs> the brisket he's hot colts i'll go colts tank bowl jets dolphins oh my goodness um
1: I, li- listen i okay i want to do this one rapid fire but hold on there's just something that has to be said there, we have a completely. We have two teams that are completely devoid and depleted of talent. Completely, the Jets. There is not a single healthy, good player on the roster. Maybe that. Maybe it's an exaggeration. Well, Le'Veon's. Yeah, but I mean, like most of the. Let's Yeah, Le'Veon's like got. He's good. He got potential. But I mean, at the same time, he hasn't lived up to any of the hype that he's supposed to this year. Um, but I'm saying. And then the Dolphins are just a team that traded every good player away. So I don't even. Uh, Oh, my God. If, if I could... You know what I'm doing? I'm doing something so silly because the, I think mean, the Dolphins are so miserable,
0: they're going to tie. Now, I, I'm taking the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets by 14. By 14? I like the Jets by 14. Uh, their, their defense is better. Okay, the Dolphins played a good game with Pittsburgh. I don't like Pittsburgh's defense that much right now. Yeah. They have a great front seven, but their secondary... Is horrible as duty. <laughs> the Jets on their, on their hand have a pretty decent front seven, and their secondary is by far better than Pittsburgh's. So I'm going to take the Jets okay. by, four, by fourteen. I, I'm calling a tie. Redskins Bills Bills That's Bills Dials Scroll Titans Panthers. Uh pff, oh. Mm.
1: Um, I'm going to take the Panthers. I'm going to say they bounce back this week. I like the Panthers as well. I, I like the not Panthers big. by touchdown. Yeah, yeah. i gonna say not big, but by all means, yeah.
0: Lions and
1: the Raiders. Here's all I'm going to say. Lions fans, for one, you're very sorry because here's why you're sorry. For one, you guys can't win a goddamn game to save your life, even the ones you're in, against great teams. You still find a way to fuck that up. And I got to tell you something. The Raiders have lost two back-to-back games, but in close proximity to very good football teams, okay? Now, I got to tell you something. You can't come out here with this cockamamie, half-ass, whatever you've been coming out with. It it is not going to happen because this is the Raiders' first home game in 49 days. I'm telling you, it is going to be crazy. It is going to be loud. And also, they're going to Vegas next year. I am taking the Raiders by
0: 14. I got the Raiders by seven. My seven, I got him right. by 14. And the reason is because I feel like the Raiders and the Lions are the same team. Yeah, I, I you agree with They're about the same team. And so it's it's just going to come up by, by a touchdown, plain, plain simple. Because they both have two great defenses mm. that have been playing far better than what anyone predicted. <laughs> yeah, they would play, yeah, right. But <laughs> but also at the same time, the,
1: um, the, the offenses are, have yeah, been exactly they what they predicted. Right, <laughs> no, no, they're great. No, they're great. is what I'm saying. Like, well, the Raiders anyway in terms of completion and everything. The Raiders it's,
0: offense has actually surprised me a little bit this year.
1: Well, the reason why is just because of and I'm try to be quick cuz I don't want to boast about my team too much, but uh it's just it's a control the game tempo type offense. So like literally the games some of the, the games that the Raiders are in, there's been like seven or eight possessions between both teams and that's it. Mm-hmm. You don't have games where it's like 18, you know, f- you know 14 and it's possessions. It's a Chiefs
0: game where they're out there having 20 drives in mm-hmm. a freaking quarter. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. No. Uh, Buccaneers, Seahawks. I like the Seahawks in this. And the reason in saying that, because we're going to dive into this a little bit more later, but Josh Gordon, uh-huh. he's healthy. I think he's
1: going to play this week. And, well, they, they were saying it probably about week 10. Maybe not this week, but next week. Um, but I... Do I say it? Whew. No. Seahawks. Yeah, there we go. Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, he says.
0: <laughs> Packers, Chargers. Packers. The Pack.
1: <laughs> I'm going to take... Oh, you yeah. heard it here first, guys, the Green Bay Packers, because okay. that is just no <laughs> gosh darn way the Chargers are going to win. I'm sorry. Browns, Broncos. This is This is in be... my
0: high. We'll, we'll start there. It's in my high. And honestly, Flacco hasn't looked bad in the past two weeks. But he's on IR. They're very true. So he's not playing.
1: I'll let you make your decision, but I think I have my mind made up. I like the Browns in it. I'm gonna go Browns. I got to go Browns as well. Man, we can't disagree on a pick <laughs> this week. Like we
0: are like literally like this neck and neck. Like we think the same way or something. This is a great Sunday night football game. The Ravens and the Patriots. You see, I think this is going to two great defenses going toe
1: to toe. Uh uh-huh. and and also um you know I mean not good quarterbacks, but like a Lamar Jackson, who who is he's been kind of playing some crunch time kind of games here where he's been he's been big in big moments. Um I would say if any team in the in the Patriots uh schedule right now has the best chance of heading them an L, it would be the Ravens. And I'm gonna go with Lamari Town coming in there, running around, doing a little zip zah, zubity bop, throwing some passes around, and I'm gonna go Ravens. But I'm
0: I mean a field goal. I, I like Baltimore by seven. Seven. And the reason I'm saying that is they're at home. It's a Sunday night football game. Willmore mm-hmm. has looked amazing. And you know what? This is the Ravens team that went into the 12th man and just demolished Seattle. Yeah, that is true. So, and that so means in
1: big moments, especially if what is this in Foxborough? No, this is this is in Baltimore. Oh, okay. Because listen, Baltimore Ravens are just like kind of like the Eagles in that sense, where they're a team I think that could just go in anywhere and just bully you. Yeah, just block it out. They don't even care. Um, Cowboys, Giants, last pick of the
0: Cowboys. I like the Cowboys. I'm gonna. They strengthened up their defense a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna actually call this my upset of the week. I'm gonna go Giants. Ooh. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm doing it for, for one. So that way, for the love of God, we don't agree on every pick. But actually, you know, I think Danny Dimes and and if you have a Saquon that I just watched on um, Armchair Referee's Facebook page. Shameless plug, wink, nudge. Um, they Saquon Barkley just threw some defenders on the ground like they were little rag, like little toys. Grown man touchdown. Like grown, grown man. No, no, he didn't get a touchdown. He got a first down. Yeah, on it. Yeah, but either way, grown man yeah. run right there. It was a grown man like get like he shoved two. It was Saquon. It was Saquon. That's what it was. When you have
0: tree trunks for legs, it it makes it harder for you to tackle. Right.
1: And and let's be honest. The Cowboys are so inconsistent, they're they're starting to turn into the Chargers again. So, yeah. So, that's pretty much all the picks for this week. Should be a good Monday night
0: game. Yeah. It should be the first decent Monday night game in a while. Yeah. So, uh, Thursday night, Chargers, Raiders, Raiders at home again. They yeah, back to back home games. They're going to because they've played,
1: like I said, like five away games all <laughs> oh, back to back to back. And I got to be honest with you, uh, it, Chargers, so, uh, no love, no love. Raider Nation. All day. And that's not me being a Raider fan. I'm just saying Chargers are so Jekyll and Hyde. And the Raiders have been playing consistently good against good football teams. Even, though they lo- even if they lose, they've been playing good football. So, And I think that pays off at some point. I, I take Raiders. And I'm actually going to say it's a closer game than what I was going to say. It's probably going to make it by seven.
0: Honestly, I like San Diego in this one. And the reason I'm saying that, because they did actually look halfway decent last week. Mm-hmm. And Melvin Gordon is getting back into football shape. And he's looking better each week. And I think this is going to be the— This Thursday night game is going to be his breakout game for this, for this year. I think Chargers are going to run a two-headed backfield. They're going to keep it very loose, very fresh. And they're just going to try to pound, pound, pound the rock. And Rivers is going to be Rivers. And Rivers is going to do what he normally does because he's a great play-action pass guy. And mm-hmm. they're going to take the, they're going to use that to, to their advantage okay so, but we're going to see um, so now we're going to jump into trades NFL trades the crazy crazy amount of trades that actually went down Kenyon Tra- Kenyon Drake that'd be a good one
1: to start with because he played on yeah. on uh, on Thursday Night football this past this just yesterday and Kenyon Drake that was a good trade. That was actually a pretty good trade. A good trade. I like that trade. That yeah, paid off. It definitely is going to pay off. Um, and I think he just—I think Kenyan Drake fits that system. Although um, I don't—I don't know. What do you think of the Kenyan
0: Drake trade? Uh, uh, honestly, I think it's what was needed for them. So yeah. I—I'm not going to dive too much into that one. I like mm. it.
1: It's self-explanatory.
0: Yeah, it, it's—it isn't like you know anything mind-blowing. We all saw it coming. Yeah, because the Dolphins are just a complete
1: fire sale this year. I yes. mean, a fire sale, and it almost makes me sad. Because I think, honestly, what I think honestly for the Dolphins is they were just it wasn't it wasn't the um, office; it was the players. Like I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Like clearly, you guys are not winning f- football games. You know,
0: um, a trade that didn't happen, but price should have happened. If Cincinnati was that. Hooked on, you know, benching Andy Dalton and bringing in Ryan Finley. They should have moved Andy Dalton. You, th- you think
1: move the Red Rifle. Well, here's the thing. What team would take the Red Rifle, hypothetically speaking? Miami. Miami. For one, let me, hold on. So the I, reason the reason I say this. Hold on, hold on. As a ginger. You can't just move a pale skin guy with a, <laughs> with a white ass complexion to Florida. That's it. He'd be done for it. Not only would everybody beat the crap out of him, he would be sunburnt every day, and like he'd have to he'd have to come out every quarter for
0: sunscreen. You can't do it. You, you can't see, go either. Miami, Kansas City probably would have tried to trade for him because we, as I said, we don't know when Mahomes is coming back. Mm-hmm. And. Andy Dalton is fucking shit, but at the same time he's not a steaming pile of shit. You know what exactly what the fuck you're forget, getting him.
1: Right. You know who I think would be it's like trade bait for it because the Broncos have been just trying to fix they've been trying to fix the quarterback situation with veteran players. I think it'd be a Broncos trade bait kind of thing. Which actually I think Andy Dalton would look good. Because he's still in orange, you know? I think he would actually look good <laughs> with them Broncos, so Oh man. What what was a fucking another another one? I Well here here's what I would like to talk about too, is the Jamal Adams th- um, trade rumors. rumors. Trade rumors. And yeah. and bell. That'd just be a yeah. And and that would be actually a good conversation to talk about the next segment of this, which is you know how the Jets, just the Jets. I'm I mean, I'm gonna start with Jamal Adams. You're you're trying to trade Jamal Adams, okay? I don't know if you guys know, but he's like uh you know like a all pro safety. Uh, he's like probably the best player on your team. Uh, especially on your defense, uh, and well, that and he was also told we're not shopping you. Yeah, and then then they were also then he was found out that they was being shopped, which <laughs> yeah that's and that's not gonna sound that's not gonna feel good whenever you know you're already on because let's be honest, uh, Jamal Adams has said he doesn't like the culture of mm-hmm. the Jets because they've been losing games and like they don't see it seems like the change. He doesn't like the culture of the team, and he's getting tired of um. Of the you know the losing culture, but he's staying there because he's got to stay loyal to his team. And he's you know mm-hmm. in the process, he, he wants to be a leader there at, at the Jets organization. Problem being that then your organization says
0: they're going to get rid
1: of you because I, I mean let's face it, the, the trend right now is just trade away your best players and rebuild from scratch.
0: But the only problem is the Jets have been rebuilding for like how many fucking years? Right. Well, that's that's the problem with the Jets. They're they're always rebuilding, and it's because and then they trade away Leonard Williams, a great defensive lineman. Uh huh. A great young defensive lineman. I think the guy's only 25. 26. 20, exactly. Still, Still young. Yeah, he's not even hit his fucking prime yet. Yeah, right. Exactly. And he's great. And they and they trade him to the other New York team, the Giants. Yeah, right. That they share a stadium with the guy. Didn't even have to get a new hotel room. <laughs> right. Maybe that's I mean, what, maybe Leonard <laughs> was just
1: like, "Listen, guys, look, man. Like, I get it. Like, you're, this team is a bombshell. Listen to me. I'll I'll go." But only the Giants, because I just I don't even I don't want to to move. I don't want <laughs> to like, move. Like like whatever you do for the love of God, don't send me to Miami.
0: But that also says the Giants are like, you know what, we can technically win right now. Yeah, and that was then actually, going out for a young player like that. That that Giants fans, think positive about this trade here. Because yeah. it's not, oh, we're giving up. It's we're trying to load up because we think we can win right now, and yeah. they've proven that they can somewhat win right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, granted, let's let's not get it twisted. Either. The Giants are not like a playoff team, but no. the, you know they could with Leonard Ford or with Leonard Williams, they could definitely have uh, a better chance,
0: I'd say. And then the Rams make another trade, move Akib oh. Talib to Miami. Oh my God! Okay, so hold on, Th- this
1: one, man, this trade. Okay, so uh, it, to me, it made no sense. If you're the Dolphins, right? I mean, because uh, someone brought it to my attention, well, maybe they just wanted the veteran presence in the locker room. And I said, Akeem Talib is notoriously not—I I mean, wouldn't say a bad teammate, but he's like a character. And I'm like, why would you want to bring that guy into your Miami? Especially whenever, like, you're, you know, your coach has made some, like, uh, he made some statements about the people in the the sta- in the uh, organization, the players that have the the um, Colin S tendencies. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. How? Why would you want him in there in the organization? And Akib Tlaib for a draft pick. To me, I think the Dolphins just made a misstep here because they've been doing a great job of fire-sailing their whole team. For the love of God, why would you bring in a veteran who, again, he's, he's going to be washed up by the end of the time he, he even plays. Here, here's the thing. Akib Tlaib's
0: not due back because he's still injured until mm. about week 15. Exactly my point. So I think what the move was, and they're taking a, they're, they're taking a page out of the NHL GM's playbook here, okay? Because NHL GMs do this all the time. They'll trade a pick or they'll trade for a young player, right, mm-hmm. or something like that, and dump an older player's contract to just make the cap work mm. so that's what it is miami's cap they're they got more more cap room than probably half the than like four teams four other teams in the league put together
1: okay. so
0: it's make our cap look good. he's on the last year of his deal for one, yeah. Rams get rid of that baggage, that check. You know that paycheck they have to hand out each week. Okay, mm-hmm. to him, there's nothing hit hit in their room. So they may be trying to clear space to resign somebody. They may be trying to resign Jalen Ramsey. Because remember, Jalen Ramsey. Oh on yeah, his last remember, and we and we were making that joke about
1: how silly that trade is. Which it's sad because. You know, they were worried about paying Aaron Donald. I remember when that Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack were getting paid around the same time, and, of course, the Raiders. And I think, actually, that they – I think Oakland started the trend of, you just sell your superstar player, don't give a shit, and build a success – like, try and rebuild a roster mm-hmm. that way. Because they got those draft picks, and those draft picks right now, except for Jonathan Abram, who's hurt, um, have paid off, I think, drastically. And the Raiders team has vastly improved, I think, from all the draft picks they've acquired. And they're going to have more draft picks this coming year. And I think that that has started to try, especially for the Dolphins, who are going to be, you know, swimming in it at this draft. Um, and actually, I look forward to the draft. But the, tra- the, the these trades, especially like you just said, you're going to try and re-sign Jalen Ramsey? I mean, that's going to be a hard bargain because I really think the Rams, like we and you talked about, are stuck in, we're going to win a Super Bowl land! And they, they blew it last year. That, they had their shot. Their window is like, now th- every day it's closing. Like the door is clunk, 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 clink. Because they didn't, they, all they're doing is trying to put, basically their ship is sinking, right? There's someone's poking mm-hmm. holes in the ship, and they keep trying to fill it with corks. And every time they're like, oh shit, <clears throat> another one. And they're just, instead of like, hey, maybe we just need a new boat that's not made of wood. We need like a, a metal ship. Because they, they had a good ship. They had a good boat. But now,
0: it's rusted and falling apart. It's breaking down. And then two, veg- two veteran wide receivers get moved on the same day. Emmanuel Sanders to uh, San Francisco. Uh-huh. I like that trade. Bringing a little bit of age to that San Francisco wide receiver core mm-hmm. that's pretty young. Mm-hmm. And uh, San Francisco's team in general is pretty young. So it yeah. brings just in another veteran presence. The guy that can still play at the same time. He's not there for the veteran presence the guy can produce. Yeah, so yeah. Um, Mohamed Sanu to the Patriots. Yeah, I like that trade as well because Julian um, you know, elements not being Julian Edelman this year. Yeah, and no, 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 no one on that wide receiver course actually actually great. Yeah, and I mean, truth should be told. I, I haven't even watched any Patriots football
1: this year because it's just sickening of watching them. Like it's just dumb. You're just like, you know, you, you really have no chance. I might watch the Baltimore game though, just because I think Baltimore has a chance. But I mean, all, like the, the Patriots schedule is like stupid easy. And you know it's just it is just sad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's. But hey, that was a good. But let's talk about let's talk about that. Josh Gordon. Josh,
0: Josh Gordon. Gordon to um, see that that's a weird thing. He didn't even know he was getting put on injured reserve. Oh really? Yeah. So the Patriots tweeted out that they were putting him on injured reserve, right? Mm-hmm. Or it was on Instagram. It was one of the two. And Josh Gordon had no clue, and you could tell because he commented on it and put the little fucking eyeglass emoji like huh like and he's when? like interesting that's all he put on his comment there so he had no clue he was going he was going on injury reserve because he his knee is healthy he's ready to go right mm-hmm. apparently he was was going to be put on injury reserve they put him on injury reserve they release him Seagawks pick him up on waivers mhm that's what i'm saying i i think gordon's supposed to be back here within the next week or two maybe this week so i like the pickup for for seattle because now you have dk metcalf josh gordon i think is doug baldwin still um no uh, uh,
1: who am i thinking of uh what wide receiver no i think doug baldwin went to the jets like last year and then no that was curse Oh curse. Yeah, then yeah, yeah, you're right. You are thinking of Doug Bowen. He is still there. Uh oh. It's, it's breaking his heart. You gotta make sure I know
0: yeah, I have to. Fact Get check, the guys.
1: Shirt. I we have to fact check because I can't fact check. I'm I'm up here today, I'm talking. Tyler Walkett. Tyler
0: Walkett. Yeah. So that gives him Metcalf Walkett. Jerron Brown, Jerron I'm Brown, Brown Jerron another Brown. speedy wide receiver right there. Uh, Josh and Josh Gordon. Luke Wilson's still very serviceable uh, as tight end. So, yeah, it, that makes that offense, if it wasn't already scary, is even scarier now. Because now they have three three wide receivers that, you know, I what way I foresee it is they're going to keep DK mm-hmm. as the number one. Josh Gordon's two. And then, Move, Lockett into the slot with his speed. Now, here's my little,
1: my little, uh, my little uh, devil's advocate kind of thing here. What if, right? Because I, I think what you're saying is true. That you know, like I think the Patriots get rid of. Uh, what if the Patriots, obviously the organization, seeing that Josh, Josh Gordon is again back on his bullshit and uh, they're just like, they're basically cutting the store, and because, the, let me, let's, let's let's be real, the New England Patriots are the king of taking players, even if they're injured, even if they're whatever, and holding on to them, and saying, no, we're going to homegrown our guys, we're going to bring them in an organization, we're going to take care of you, but then they see that, and they're like, Josh, you've slighted us, and we just can't keep sitting here taking the punches, and you're, you're injured here, you're doing, like, so, why don't we get rid of you, and then the, the Seahawks scoop him up to do what the Patriots did the, other, the last year which is just get him for a couple games to help win you know just to help contribute to those those first couple games and that's what the Seahawks are just basically waiting for the, the hammer's going to fall maybe but we, no one in the NFL knows it yet like no one like the media or nothing And but the Seahawks are like oh, they got whiff of it and they're like well let's get him so we can win maybe these, he can help out with these next couple games because he is talented and then you know when the hammer falls that's how it is because I think honestly if that happens again Josh Gordon's burnt
0: yeah, I, I think he's going to, if he pisses hot or something like that again, I think he's going to get, uh, what, what was it, Martavius Bryant The from Pittsburgh, the one that got, the wide receiver that got banned from the NFL because he, he couldn't stay off the fucking but, dope.
1: Yeah, right. But I mean, at the same time, like, I mean, he's probably not like, he's pretty much off of like the exempt list, you know, like, doesn't mean he can't, but
0: it means like. No, he's a definitely banned. Like, banned. Yeah, he's banned from the NFL. You sure? Yes, because he kept on pissing hot, and he openly said he wasn't going to stop. So oh. he's permanently banned.
1: Yeah, know, that's still weird, though. Like, I don't know, like, weed? Man. Yeah, there's a lot of people that say the it's NFL. got to follow the
0: rules, man. Yeah, I mean, you know?
1: I, I mean, you're, I mean it is true. You're going to pay millions always be an athlete, you know, which I'm not saying I'm like, it's easy work. Obviously, it's hard. But, I mean, millions of dollars, you just like, hey, man, put the weed down for a second.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going dive to dive into this. Huge breaking news happened this week, where um, there was an official ruling. Um, I think it was in in Senate. You know, it's now a
1: and well. Also, with the NCAA, like yeah. the actual commission, the college athletics and everything. College players
0: are allowed to get paid now. Yeah, it was a trend that you know at the beginning of the year it was starting slow to catch on. Like California said, "Oh yeah, these players can get paid," and then Ohio did it as as well. Which I find ironic because Ohio State and California based teams have been busted numerous times <laughs> paying their for, players for doing it, <laughs> right? Which, which, let's be real.
1: Let's be real. Paying college athletes for their likeness, like being able to profit off of their own brand, right? Mm-hmm.
0: I I agree absolutely, with it. I
1: agree with it because there's there's players out there that literally are playing so good that they bring people to their school to watch them play mm-hmm. and like we tune into they their, help
0: with recruiting
1: we do, we yeah. tune into their games you know what I mean like uh, uh like Tua we're well, not really Tua I don't really give a fuck about Tua um, who's the guy that uh, plays for Oklahoma um you know like Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts. I wanted to say Hearse and I was like
0: that's not right and then you but, got Trevor Lawrence and um uh, Clemson mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yet, all these different guys that are, that are helping do do this, but by all means, yes, they should be paid. And at the same time, whenever they go pro, right, mm-hmm. when they make that step, that next step, after they get out of college and everything, they're going to have an idea what it's like to make a little bit of money. Yeah, exactly. And so no they are going to be better. so as immature with it. And once they enter the league. And it, also, at the same time, it gives them – the ability or the want to stay in college for all four years and actually leave with their, their, their degree.
1: Yeah. Bingo. Bingo. That's a good incentive. You're right. Because a lot of these college athletes, I mean, let's face facts. I mean, they want to be superstars, but they don't make it, but at least then when they're playing for that collegiate, whatever they're, they're actually learning and they're also making the money to sustain. You know I mean? It's not like a struggle for them. They're not just playing for the scholarship and, and whatever else, which is, I, I think it may be a, a, a travesty, but more importantly than any of that, we will now get an NCAA uh, 2021 and I couldn't be happier. Um, I've been waiting for a college football game for a millennium. Me and uh, it, both have. It's
0: not set in stone just yet. There's still a few like road bumps they have to go through. One, they have to get the... EA has to go back to NCAA and be like, hey, you're, you're fuckhead's allowed to pay your guys now. Let us dive up onto this train here. Toot toot, motherfucker. Um, but... But you know what I, I was going to say is, in NCAA, I
1: didn't mind that I really didn't care about because no one, no one in NCAA cared about really like playing as the college. Like, oh, I want to play as this guy. Like no one really cared about that what we really cared about was just being able to play as college teams and like play from high school to then a college level and then export our character from college like from college to like Madden and then like keep playing our career with them or just building a dynasty like you know and cuz and and Madden let's be real or in college, let's be real, there's, like, more unis and more colors and more teams, and, like, you can move up into different divisions. There was – it wasn't because – in Madden – I love Madden, man. Don't get me wrong. i you know I don't love Madden because they fuck it every year because they could just make it better. But <laughs> but regardless, you play the same 30, 31 teams. Whatever team you are, you play the same 31. But in, like, NCAA, there's, like – There's over 100 teams. Right, over 100 teams. teams.
0: That's
1: what I'm saying. So, like, it's it's – fun. like there's, there's diversity to it. And the mascot games. Let me, me start the mascot games, bro. Oh my god. Mascot games. I used to play this all the time. Albert, Florida Gators. Love you, man. Anyway. Sorry, one Go ahead.
0: <laughs> I, I, I agree. It's, it's there's, there's some red tape EA has to go through. Oh, that's not hard Be for EA. To do that. They'll make
1: an ultimate team for fucking college football and everybody will buy cards and, and they'll scare everybody out their money.
0: Well, they were already doing that before. I know. Uh, they uh, had that in NCAA 14. Uh, EA. Thank you. But uh, we'll we'll see. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm pumped for it. Me and you both know. <laughs> if it comes out, me and Nolan will be D, D-, D- K I A M I A. We will. You won't know we, where we, we are. will be live streaming it. Let's put, let's put it that way. We will live stream. Hey, it. we might even start a gaming YouTube channel together. I just realized something. And do a dynasty. <laughs> I just realized
1: something. We're supposed to do a live stream um, of us playing Madden or something one of these nights. It's like, probably going to be uh, happening uh, right, right.
0: here within the next few weeks. Yeah. So just got to line up schedules. Right, yeah. So be looking out for that because we're going to be facebook liveing right.
1: it. Yeah, Facebook Live. will be, We'll be drinking beer and playing video games, and it'll be cool. It'll be adult-oriented. Keep your kids away from it. Keep much your, like
0: this podcast. Uh, keep your kids keep away, away from, from this, from this podcast. podcast. We cuss way too <laughs> fucking much.
1: <laughs> Language! Well, I'm your producer. I'm trying to get—we need to make this for a mass audience, Nolan. You have to—you have to— even though the kids have no idea what we're saying, we have to appeal to them, okay? And because we want to appeal to mothers, and mothers aren't going to want to listen to us if their kids can't, you know? The first F-bomb, they're going to say, well, turn it off because little Jimmy's in the back seat because this show is really for the women.
0: No. Um, SMU, still undefeated. Go Mustangs. I love seeing it. <laughs> Go
1: Mustangs. Well, you know, I, I hate it in college football because we, we could talk about this for a minute. I, my, my hatred of college football. Um, I love football. I love the game of football. Um, I even, I mean, like, I like the concept of college football. I like playing college football on a PlayStation. But what I hate is this stupid, absurd, obtuse ranking system that it literally, it, sometimes it just makes no sense to me. And it doesn't matter what, because they, they judge it by conference or whatever. I don't care. If your team is undefeated, then your team should be able to move up into those tiers. You know, you know what I mean. I I get SEC quick, whatever. Yeah, I'm fine. But I would like to see the um. I would like to see an SEC team, or not yeah, an SEC team play like a freaking uh. I don't know, like an what, what, what What's SMU in?
0: they no, they're in the American Conference.
1: Right. Okay. Well, now I would like to see someone in the American Conference play someone in the SEC, like like a big team. I'd want to see that. Maybe maybe they get blown the fuck. But I would rather see that, you know, that than, than what we got like last
0: year with like Clemson, Alabama. Well, it does happen. Um, like the American conference okay, so what the American Conference is, it's what the Big East used to be. A lot of those big East teams, mm-hmm. whenever the Big East folded, joined the American Conference. So you got teams like Cincinnati who was in the Big East. Mm-hmm. They're in the American Conference, Connecticut. Another mm-hmm. Big East team there in the American Conference. Um, Pittsburgh jumped ship to the ACC.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's who I would say the ACC. Um, West Virginia went to the Big 12. Yeah. Honestly, I, I don't understand West Virginia going into the Big 12. Like, Big 12 is more of a Southern conference. In yeah, a way right. Maybe, so,
1: maybe it's the uh, political alignment. I have no idea. Why the— uh, West Virginia, Kick, West Virginia, kiss your sister, and that's
0: the South. So I, I mean, I guess you want to align with those. Um, I think they should Have either gone to the ACC or the American Conference. Right. Um, I mean, West Virginia is pretty close to like
1: the northern side. I mean, would they, would you consider them maybe like possibly being in like Big Ten?
0: They could have yeah. played. Yeah, they could have played in the Big Ten. Yeah. Because, you know, West Virginia Borders, Pennsylvania. So, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Sure like, like
1: I, I could see it in the Big Ten. And they're also, like, I would say like almost like a four-star school. I, mean, I don't know in recent years if they've gone down or up. but West Virginia has been that very mediocre, middle-of-the-road kind of team. I, like, forgettable? Because I, I do remember Kevin White, he was like a big wide receiver Pat prospect. White. or No, it was Kevin White. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Kevin yeah, White came yeah, yeah. from West Virginia He was a wide receiver prospect And he was, like, big Like, I remember, like, when I was in high school Everybody was like, Kevin White, man He's like Yeah, he, he got was, drafted like, by the Bears Yeah, by, um, by the Bears and, He like, just got
0: released by the Bears this past year
1: Well, he got hurt Yeah And then he just was, like, nobody. He was was just He was like, literally, what was it? Like, he got drafted, and as soon as he got to the Bears, tore his ACL, and, like, that was pretty much his career. Like, his his career was a torn ACL, which is pretty cutthroat for the NFL, but, I mean, that's how it happens. But, hey, he was lucky with his combine grades in his school that he got the deal that he got from them, like, one of the highest paid because he was in the first round. So, he got, I mean, I guess he got, like, he got what he could, the best he could out of it without actually playing, really, in the NFL.
0: Yeah. It's... Is what it is. Um,
1: it is what it be. But I, I was going to say, my my thing is, I think the undefeated team should play those teams because I get tired of it because it is like, I mean, right now in the NFL it's going to be sad because I'm pretty sure what we're going to see in the Super Bowl is almost a lock to Patriots San Francisco right now, bearing that someone doesn't just die, you know? Like, Tom Brady doesn't just keel over and have a heart attack or, like, a midlife crisis or it comes out that he's actually a woman or something. Like, other than that. San Francisco has a very tough schedule to finish off the year. Mm-hmm. I can see them dropping a few. Well, days. and the Seahawks. Okay, so I can see Seahawks. But I, I mean, if they play the
0: Seahawks twice.
1: Yeah. Think about this. How, how about this? Let's actually retreat. Well, hold on. First, let me finish college, and then let's retreat back to the NFL. Because I, I do like what you're saying. But what I all I was saying is, I get sick and tired of seeing the same four teams. It seems like the mm-hmm. the teams we're really talking about right now are Penn State, Ohio State, Clemson. Alabama, I mean LSU, they're always in the conversation. I mean, they, some years they're you know they're not, and um, Auburn, for the most part. Oh, and Notre Dame, pretty yeah. much pretty much the big schools that you hear about
0: like every year, and then year in year out same schools. Yeah, right. And it's then, the same story, different year.
1: Um, although Georgia did good for themselves last year. Like in terms of yeah, their but record. they aren't that good this year. No, they're not. But I'm just saying, like they were, they they were a team. But that's the thing. They were like that that outlier team. But I'm saying those teams I just said are consistently in the rankings, and you, you just you know get to not hear about them.
0: Yeah. It, it's a we'll, we'll see because a lot a lot of shit can change, mm-hmm. quick, fast, and hurry. Alabama could drop a game. You never know. Because right. you have to, also have to remember, Alabama still has to play Auburn. Yeah. That's a huge—and they're playing LSU this this weekend. So, right there. they got to play two good teams. I, I get what you're
1: saying. I'm just saying that I get sick and tired of just even here. Because like, like, here's the thing. In the NFL, right, a team that was good two years ago could be complete doo-doo the next year. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? But like, it's consistently a dynasty of Alabama's good, Florida's good, Penn State's good. You know, now Penn State was good, but then they took an L because of the whole Sandusky thing. Mm -hmm. But then once the Sandusky thing was lifted, Penn State was right back into being a top, you know, basically a top 15 school. So, I mean, realistically speaking, it's it's so boring. It's so boring to me. Like, because you have a hundred—that's the difference to me. You have a hundred football teams in this league, basically, right? Mm -hmm. And basically— 20 of them are going to get, or any given year, seem like they're getting the look. And I, I get tired of waiting five or seven years to see like one new team break into that bracket and go, oh, hey, look, SMU's ranked.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, the, but they're not going to make the playoffs, the the because they're not going to get the top four. Are you fucking kidding? Because they're going to say, well, your conference is weak. Well, then how well, are they ever going to get better? Yeah, Baylor.
0: Yeah, Baylor. Uh, Baylor's still undefeated. Uh, they're a Big 12 team. They, they're making noise right now. They're winning games. They're busting skulls. So uh, there's chance for, for them. It, you never know. It, it's that it's college football. That's the best thing about college football is that you just never know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you say you never know. and because, The thing is, the reason why it seems that way is because there's so many fucking games. Mm-hmm. No one. There's so many games. So, of course, w- there's going ch- to be an upset because especially there's, there's a top 25 rank, right? Like mm-hmm. a top t- – of course – so at one point, a top 25 ranked team is probably going to drop a game to an unranked team. It's just probably going to happen because there's 25 of them you're watching waiting to fall. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, in the NFL, you don't have that because it's like 32 teams, and there's only, th- there's only like, you know, at, any, at the most there could be is 16 games a week. And at that point, if you're saying, oh, well, they're, they're, the most there could ever be is 16 games a week, right? I, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking math here. Mm-hmm. There's not, there's not always going to be an upset because most of the time the NFL, for the most part, I mean, like there's some outlier weeks, but you could pretty much on paper tell who's going to win a football game. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is year-to-year it changes. The thing in the NCAA it just doesn't seem like it ever year-to-year changes. It's always the same team every gosh darn year. The same teams every gosh darn year.
0: Oh, that just speaks testament also about the recruiting.
1: Yeah. Oh no, and the programs teams. and the programs. Right, I get it. But I think it's the ranking system. I don't know how you fix it. I'm just saying. I think it's the ranking system that makes it that way. Because you you have teams that are playing great football, but you say, oh, because you're here, you you can't compete with these guys. I think you almost need to make what, what I would propose is a sub bracket of each, and then basically you get the top team from each conference, like the American conference, yeah, me, the SEC, well, me, me and, and then Chip, you guys
0: fight that out. Me and Chip touched on this uh, a few weeks way earlier in the season is is that there needs to be an 18 playoff. So, you have you you take at least the four uh, conference champions of the four major divisions. The SEC, the Pac-12, the ACC and uh, Big Ten. And the Big Ten. So, you can't take top conference conference champions of that and then you also grab four teams from the other leagues of the mountain and all that so um, yeah basically you you grab four other teams maybe even make it a 16 team playoff Mm -hmm. okay because then you can also take whoever makes it to to the conference championship is automatically gets an automatic bid into that if you do 16 so they automatically get a bid into the playoffs
1: yeah, but the thing is then you'd probably getting rid of, would you get rid of bowl games or would you just change bowl games to the name of those playoff games?
0: Yeah, basically what they're doing right now. Bowl games are the playoff games. Yeah, exactly. So do that. That's great. That's awesome. Keep the bowl games, but make them their playoff games.
1: Bingo. That's what I was That's what I was thinking was uh, something similar to that. Um, but NCAA wants to make money
0: off this thing. If I could do that, you'll have plenty of fucking revenue coming your way.
1: So so here, here's what I was going to re- kind of, like I said, retreat back to. Is NFL – and this is probably how we'll wrap up the show. I mean, not to say that I'm taking over your show, but I think this is how we we'll probably wrap it up. NFL, yeah. Super Bowl teams, who do we think Who do we think is making the like, – because it's halfway. We're halfway through the season. Who do we think is making the playoffs, and who do we think is um, making the Super Bowl?
0: So, automatically, I have Colts in the playoffs. Colts, Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, you think they're going to own the AFC South, or you think they're just going to clinch that wild card spot? Like, what do you
1: think? The Colts, not the Patriots. Obviously, I still
0: like the Colts to get a first round buy. I still, I Colts are playing some damn good football. I think the AFC South can push three teams in okay. the playoffs. Okay, this man, ju-
1: hold on, stop. This man just said he thinks the Colts is a first round bye. You're saying uh, the, the Colts, yeah, and the Patriots. I mean, I could see the the, the Bills. No, I can't see the Bills get it because they're, I mean, like, they're, like, I mean, you lose to a team like the Eagles, it shows that there's a flaw there, and they're going to, I'm guessing there's the season someone's going to capitalize on it. But, um, okay.
0: I think the AFC South can push three teams into the playoffs.
1: I mean, okay, so who's winning? Okay, AFC South. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I think AFC South is going to be a kicking and screaming match that. Just like it is every year. Yeah, that you just don't know who's going to come out. Is it Titans? Is it
0: Texans? They constantly just beat the fuck out of each other each and every year.
1: Yeah right, and it's just like who's really going to make it there? Is it Jags. I don't know. Um, I'm putting my money on the. Um, I mean, if I did pick a team from the AFCs out, I would say the Colts because of their. They have they have the experience, I guess. I mean, not with Jacoby Brissett, but the team as a as a, has a player as, as a whole. A collective has it. They were there last year, and you know, I mean, the their Texans. Defense. The Texans. have – I mean, the only thing I was going to say, the Texans just took a nosedive, and the the Jackson Jaguars are just they're up and down, you know, like I said, like San
0: Diego of their division. So, the three teams, I think they're going to make the playoffs out of the AFC South. You're saying all three of these teams are making the playoffs? All three of these teams. They're going to push three teams into the playoffs. Okay, Colts are going to get a first round by, and then two the other two are going to nab up both of the wild card spots. And that is, I, I would have originally said the Texans, but I think the Texans' defense is going to stay too banged up to be able to to allow them mm-hmm. to win too many, too many uh, enough games, games to be, be able to win enough games to make, make the playoffs. So the three that I have is Tennessee, uh, Indianapolis, and Jacksonville. All three of them going to make playoffs.
1: I, I don't see the consistency in Tennessee. I'm not going to argue this too much, but I, I don't see the consistency in Tennessee to make it. And the Texans, uh, the team is just falling apart. It seems like the wheels are coming off. And Deshaun, I mean, he's, making, he's playing great. He's making great plays, and they have on offense and, and weapons. But, I mean, They're let's – They're too banged up on the defense side. side. Yeah, right. And, and and when December ball comes, you need defense. Mm-hmm. If you don't have it, you're in trouble. you got to have a run D.
0: And that's why I like Tennessee, because Tennessee's deep. They have a playoff caliber defense.
1: AFC North – here you
0: got the North. Yeah, <laughs> Baltimore.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, that's that's easy. I'm not, I'm, Pittsburgh's make, not make playoffs. Yeah.
0: Cleveland's not making playoffs.
1: Yeah. And and, and Cincinnati, Cincinnati.
0: <laughs> definitely not make playoffs. They, yeah. They, they they Baltimore is going to be the only team out of the AFC North making the playoffs.
1: Yeah. No. I agree. No. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, what about AFC East? I mean, we already said that Patriots clinch clinch a first round bye, yeah. and and
0: they're the only ones. Yeah. Right. I I think the Bills are. A team, any other year, they would make playoffs, but this year's not going to be the year. I think they're going to go in my sub model five hundred, and they're going to miss playoffs.
1: I'm but, not going to make my prediction say who's going to get wild card spots. I'm just going to say these are wild. Like, like I'm going to say who's going to I think is going to win the division, but I'm not going to say who is going to get the wild card spots. You're already picking who's got wild card. Yeah.
0: I, I think Bills could get a wild card spot. I think if um, the, things fall in into their lap, I said I think the Bills are an eight and eighteen. Mm. So they need a few things to go their way to make playoffs. I don't think. I think they're I above five hundred team. I think, I think the, they're an eight and eighteen.
1: I think the Bills are above an eight and eighteen. I think the Bills are at least a ten and six team. I think a ten and six. I mean they 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 got yeah they have their issues and stuff, but I think the Bills could be a ten and six team. I really do.
0: We'll 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 see. We'll yeah. we'll see. Uh, um. And then because they,
1: with December coming. With December ball coming. We're gonna start seeing see some, some, some true colors on some of these teams. Yeah, and I think the Bills team, they're just built for it. They're built for it. And they're playing they're playing hard physical defense, and I think that'll go. Um AFC South, we did it so we gotta go west. Yeah.
0: I still like Kansas City. I still like Kansas City to, to win the West. Um Denver does not have enough pieces to <laughs> yeah. keep up.
1: Yeah, I mean Denver but Denver already fell behind in the seller in yeah. my opinion. I mean they 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 kind of fell into the seller role. Um and the Chargers are Jekyll and High
0: and the Raiders and I think uh, the Chargers have already dropped too many games.
1: Yeah, that's true. They, they kinda stay of, in it. They they fumbled a lot in the beginning of the yeah. season. Um and you know
0: we're we at the middle part of the season. Uh-huh. We're in the middle part of the season. Like trade deadline's done.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. This is why it's a good time to talk about yeah. it. I mean, I'm picking my team to win the AFC West, um and it's nothing against the Chiefs. And I'm not saying that they're not the better team on the division, obviously, um, because you know I've seen it. But I think for the Chiefs, there was so much hype, and like we were just seeing Patrick Mahomes. But I can tell Patrick Mahomes suffering this season. And I, I got to be honest with you too. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to jinx anything, Nolan. But I'm getting Carson Wentz vibes, like a man who came out one year and just shredded the NFL and then the next year he comes in is just they figured him out and not just figured him out he's dealing with injuries and then can he stay healthy now i want i i would like to see that uh, that better play from him but at the same time the raiders are playing efficient economical football that takes the control control the clock that holds the game and their the, their defense isn't isn't top tier but they can hold people in the game and, um, and they've been in close games with good football teams like, like Green Bay, like the Texans. So I like them to win the division. Not saying they are. I'm just saying that's what I think. And the Chiefs
0: could win a wild card spot as well. And the other two teams. The, the reason relevant. I say that they're going to win the AFC West because we have yet to lose a game to the, and, AFC, and to the AFC, AFC West. West. We, yeah, We have beat the Chargers once. We mm. have beat Denver once. And we have beat Oakland once.
1: Right. That All only right. comes that only really matters if you come to a tie in the division. Now, that could happen though, but if you have Raiders, Raiders and Chiefs split the series, then you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those deals, right? Mm-hmm. So I, and but like I said, said I
0: don't be, I don't foresee Denver beating us this year and I don't foresee <laughs> Oakland. I mean um, The Chargers. The Chargers. Yeah, San the, Diego win it
1: There's just no way. I mean it, it would just be as the ninety. It's gonna be it.
0: another another year where Oakland and Kansas City possibly split. Or this might be the first year in a while that Kansas City's won both both matchups.
1: Yeah, right. So. Um now we're gonna move to NFC, NFC North, which would be Vikings, Green Bay, Lions and uh who are Packers. Packers. No, didn't I say oh I didn't say them. Okay, I guess not. Um <sighs> Packers or, are, take, I mean it's it. it's Packers, but I, I was gonna say Lions and Vikes are definitely wild card teams. Bears Bear, and nay. Bears bears can't Bears can't I, I don't think they can do it. I don't think they can they can make the haul, to be honest to the the, the end of the season. That's just me. I like Green Bay
0: getting a first round bye. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Seattle grabbing the other first round bye. Oh, yeah, definitely given. Um LA's going to make playoffs. Hold on, hold on. We're gonna say San
1: Francisco doesn't make a first round buy. No, I said. I mean, I know what you're saying you like them. You like them to let I, pick that spot.
0: I I like them, and that's because I think Sandy, Seattle takes both games against San Francisco. You think so? I think they they have the team. But to I think be isn't for beat San Francisco. Isn't
1: first round buy dictated by? Well, I guess not because you have to win your division too. So, but I mean, who has the better record? I mean, if if, if, if even if San Francisco drops two games, Seattle, right? Uh, but have they played Seattle twice yet? Have they played no, once? No,
0: they, they actually play them. So, they, um, if I remember correctly, their, their schedule is a little bit wonky. Right. They're going to play Seattle like they're going to like they're, play Seattle play fifteen,
1: Seattle. like then off sixteen, then back seventeen.
0: I think that's how it works because I know they play Arizona twice mm-hmm. within three weeks because they'll play Seattle this weekend, mm-hmm. and then they have. Okay, Arizona right. next week.
1: Okay, so like I said, I mean I'm still I'm still saying my my clinch for definitely first round in the NFC is definitely going to be and San think, Francisco.
0: And I think the Cardinals come out and win next week. You think? Against against San Francisco cuz they played them really tough. Wait, wait, it was wait. A wait, very wait, wait. Close game. You said the Cardinals? Yeah.
1: The Cardinals just played them. How would they play the San Fr- How would they play How would the Cardinals play San Francisco if they just played them on Thursday?
0: They play Seattle next week.
1: Oh, I thought you said San Francisco. My apologies. Hey, yes,
0: yeah, Se- San Francisco plays Seattle next week. And then play Arizona again.
1: Oh, so you're th- you're saying that they're gonna get the smack up from both of them.
0: Yes. I-, I think Seattle wins beats San Francisco this weekend. hmm And then lose to Arizona. Okay. And I think they play Seattle again we're getting
1: ahead of ourselves nolan i mean but basically what you're saying is you think seattle wins the division
0: seattle wins the division and they get a little bit of help from Arizona.
1: okay so and, and I, i'm saying green bay or now we're going back to the north green bay obviously wins that that hands down and um, we got to go now to the nfc south i mean it's
0: saints that is yeah that that is the saints Fooday. division that's the that saints division right now cuz there's not a team in there Right now, that I think is going to knock them off that pedestal. Carolina is going to play it close. I mean, I don't
1: think Carolina. I'm not Carolina's even going to play it close. To be honest with you, I th- because Carolina's looked really good. They look good, but other I mean, than
0: getting their fucking ass smacked by fucking San Francisco.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm saying even though they're playing good football, I think it's, they're a wild card team. They're the here's the difference. Though, like like looking at a division like the AFC West with Oakland and. and Kansas right now. We're 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 pretty much we're like um, we're two games behind I think, but we're close enough. But like Sanford like I mean the Saints as a football team as a roster is I think a step above the 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 um the non Cam Newton the Cam Newtonless Panthers right now. I mean that's just a fact. And I don't think they can really hang. Although I only do think the um the Panthers could definitely be a wild card team. And uh what do we have left is the NFC East. Yeah. So who do you think who do you think's got that?
0: That. I like Dallas right now, mm. just because they. Is that they haven't lost a game in their, within their division right now, mm-hmm. and I the only team I foresee splitting a series with them right now is Philadelphia.
1: Philadelphia? Okay. Yep, because yeah. Because their
0: next time they play Philly is in Philly. It's yeah. hard to win. It's hard to win mm. in the link. Yeah. And it, I don't think they play them until December. Yeah. So it's going to be cold. Hard it's winter national- weather. In the link, yeah, gonna be hard to win that game.
1: I'm gonna tell you this: I think Dallas for sure, and that's just. I, but I'm going more on the experience. They've been there. They've played. They've been for one. They've been pretty much a winning football team for a while, except for last year. Um, fuck you, Dallas. Anyway, um, as I was saying, was yeah, the the, the Dallas has just had the experience. They've had experience. Well, actually, not last year. I meant the year before last. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I said, like they were. Th- they just looked like the better team in my opinion.
0: So. Yeah. it? It's a, I like Dallas to win the NFC East, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, you know, it, This is
1: – anything can fucking happen. Right, so Super Bowl picks, right? Like, who do we think are, like, the four so, – so pick two from each conference, AFC, NFC. Who are the two teams that come from each conference to uh, you know, play in the championship? Yeah, the championship.
0: In the NFC, honestly, I like – I like Green Bay. I like Green Bay, definitely. And <sighs> Green Bay and New Orleans. I like Green Bay and New Orleans. New Orleans. You
1: don't think any of the people from the NFC West go to the championship? Because I, I was – I
0: think here, here's the thing. If If San Francisco doesn't get a first-run by, mm-hmm. I think they play Green Bay and Green Bay.
1: Yeah. Um, I think I think I I go San Fran Green Bay. That's my pick for the championship. San Fran Green Bay in San Fran. Uh,
0: maybe maybe uh, I, I, I think, I think Green Bay's record's going to be a little bit better than San Fran.
1: I'm just saying because the San Francisco 49ers, I mean like the, I mean when we get this. I mean the Packers are playing great football and they're just looking stronger as they go. But they're also this. I think the San Francisco 49ers are looking the same exact way right now. Where like every week it just looks like they're a stronger. I mean granted the Cardinals kept it close. Right, so maybe it doesn't look that way, but I mean the car. I mean they just I mean, the again San Francisco. I have a lot of faith in them right now. Even I mean it's not just the, un, the undefeated hype. I really think that the everything's going good. It's not like that Kansas City team that was like what eleven and one eleven and zero at one point that one year, yeah. and then just the whole team fell apart. I really think that they're, they're the real deal, Kansas uh,
0: City,
1: uh, and they're running the ball. They're running. The, that's how they're winning though too. They're running the ball.
0: I, mean, and, I just don't have that much confidence in San Francisco. I just don't have that much confidence in San Francisco. I, I think once they start really getting into the heart of their their conference play, mm-hmm. that's when they're going to start getting beat up a little bit. So when they start playing Seattle twice mm-hmm. and play L.A. twice, it's it's going to get rough. Mm-hmm. It's going to get rough for them, and I, I see them splitting the series with L.A. I see them splitting the series, maybe losing both games to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And maybe dropping one game to Arizona. Right. So, right there, even if they do split, if they split a series with L.A., drop two games to Seattle, and lose one to Arizona, right there's four losses right off the bat, and mm-hmm. it's all in conference play. Okay. So, that's where they're going to run into some trouble. That's the way I foresee it happening. Because right. I think Seattle has the team to be able to beat San Francisco. So, Francisco San Francisco. twice, but say yes. San,
1: but say Seattle's the only team in that conference that has the the talent to do it, right? Because realistically speaking, they, the San Francisco 49ers look like the best team. So they they lose two to Seattle. Great, Seattle's already lost two, and then you have and then you have the Seattle. You mean you have the bank that Seattle's not going to lose a game, and uh, you know what I mean and then they're going to win. They're going to go neck for neck, blow for blow with C, with say, San Francisco. I, because, I like
0: L.A. A. I. They're definitely going to split a game with L A.
1: You think they're going to split a game with L.A.? I mean, they're definitely going to split a game with L.A. But I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there like the hypothetical because, you know, I, I, I've said, okay, Seattle's got the talent, sure. And the L.A.'s got the talent, sure. But, I mean, are we saying because are we saying that, like, San Francisco is going to definitely split with L.A., definitely going to lose to
0: Seattle twice? No, what I'm saying is there's a chance that they're going to lose Se- Seattle twice. Yeah. They're, they're, no matter what there's at least going to be a split with Seattle. We are really having a tough uh,
1: – let's just agree to disagree here and say that I, I think San Francisco definitely wins that division and gets first-round by hands down, and I think that San Francisco-Green Bay is my championship pick. Now, let's go to AFC. Who we
0: got championship pick? I Honestly, I like Indianapolis in the championship. Mm-hmm. With? You have to say it. Say it. I don't like the Patriots. I don't like the Patriots. You don't? No. I think once it starts getting into that stretch of the season cuz the New England offense has not looked that great this year. Okay. Their defense is the one thing that's keeping their head above water. Okay. Um I I think it's going to be a surprise to most people on what this championship is going to be. And honestly, Indianapolis-Jacksonville is what I like.
1: Indianapolis-Jacksonville. Indianapolis-Jacksonville. I I think that would be, you know what, though? But here's the thing about that. I would watch that. I would watch the shit out of that game. Because it would be something new we haven't really seen. And also, I mean, I'll go back to my NFC picks. I would watch the fuck out of Green Bay-San Francisco. I'd Mm -hmm. watch the shit out of it. Because Green Bay hasn't been good in years, and San Francisco either. So I'd I'd watch shit out of that. But Jacksonville-Colts? I'd watch that. Jacoby Brissett, Gardner Minshew. Stash daddy in the brisket. Stash daddy in the brisket. Like, you couldn't write that. You couldn't make it.
0: You couldn't make it anything better than that. Interesting. I like Indianapolis to get— I mean, I like Indianapolis and New England to get the first round by. So, and I also like then the AFC South to push three teams into the playoffs. Uh-huh. One's going to be a wild card. One's going to be, you know— They're gonna get first round buys. They're gonna be wild card teams. (sighs) Yeah, I mean,
1: okay, okay. Um, You you just hit me with like a blockbuster. I have to I have to come up with something um, convoluted, but I can't take those teams because you've taken them. Curse you! I have to come up with something that's like so goofy sounding because it's it's. I like it. I like it as like a concept because I would watch shit of it. I mean, I don't think it's gonna happen. And and you know what? I'm I'm okay. So here's it. I think who it will be is the Patriots. And uh, the Colts, that's who I think it'll be, right? Mm -hmm. But, because I was talking about, the AFC is like complete doo-doo this year. Like, besides the Patriots, it's like the Patriots and there's everybody else fighting for a spot. Like, because that's how it feels.
0: I I don't think it's doo-doo. I think it's very competitive. Yeah. I think most of the teams are very even along the lines and most teams are getting hit with the same injury bug that everyone else is getting hit with right now.
1: Yeah. But I'm going to say that. But the the one I would like to see would be – no, because we've already seen that matchup. I would like to see, if it's possible, Oakland-Kansas City. Just because of the, the historic matchup and then, like, for these two teams that are, like I said, it's been a slack fest. For both all, pretty much all mm-hmm. AFC teams, except for the Patriots all season, to see those two teams, the, histo- the, his- the historicity, my team, going up against Kansas City, your team, and a, a slock fest. Like, like who's going to run the ball back? Because you, you know what it come down to? Offensive efficiency. Who's, uh, versus offensive efficiency, because that's how the Raiders been basically running their team, bend but don't break, it'd be efficient as fuck on offense, versus guns slinging, guns ablazing. versus make the big play, prototype big play. Plays. Proto- pro- prototypical, basically a prototypical football team, like the new age prototype, versus that old screw West Coast. Old-school mm-hmm. West Coast. Who's going to win? And I think that would be dope football. I think that would be dope football. So... We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. I I, I guess I hope to see. There's
0: still, what, eight more weeks?
1: Yeah, you say we'll see. I'm hoping to see. (laughs) I want to see.
0: Well, that's how we're going to wrap up our show tonight there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you check out our Facebook page. Uh, Give us a, a like, a listen. Um, don't be afraid to leave us our five-star Johnny Menzel rating. Don't be, and uh, while you're at it, go ahead and check out our producers, uh, page, Media and Media on Facebook. Check them out. They produce everything for us. They do our videos that you see on Facebook every week, um... They help manage your page. They do all the editing and the uploading for this great show. And
1: we make their promo videos, which, by the way, we're going to have to make out to this show. We're going to have to figure out what the hell we're going to do for a promo video. There might not be a promo video tonight. I, I don't know. Like I said, no, there, there definitely is, but we're just going to figure out what it is. But um, like I said, you guys uh, stay beautiful. Take care of yourselves. Uh, like I said, if you haven't, go check out our uh, show, Bridging the Gap, that we do. Um, yeah, I, know I do produce with these guys, media to media, for all your media needs, whether it be logos, whether it be uh, some kind of uh, cool thing for you show we can even produce shows without you ever having to be in physical presence or contact with us we can we can do shows actually and make them over the internet require oh, requires a skype uh you know, hit us up for those services and as always stay beautiful take care of yourselves again and uh we're out of here have a good night
0: and that's a right. wrap That wolf said.